Hey everybody, what's going on? This is Lee Kwai Lao and Thalmas Game with another live session of LFAM Streamers Podcast. This is brought to you by Sneak Energy. Check them out, sneakenergy.com. If you need something to pick you up that's natural and safe, it's an amazing supplement and it tastes great. Be sure to use code Lee Kwai Lao and huge shout out to Secret Labs Chairs. They're awesome. And if you're watching this live or on our YouTube or at leequailao.com, you could check out the chair firsthand as i'm actually going through this podcast and thou you got somebody you want to thank as well don't you as always rascality gaming stream team and rascality gaming thanks for being there thanks for holding me down and lifting me up at the exact same time so we have somebody really special here today and i wanted to get somebody on here that could basically relate to a lot of you females out there including you guys that are entrepreneurs. Listen, it's not easy to go into the world and say, I want to start a company or become something. You have to have a passion and desire and a willingness to accept failure because failure is going to happen every moment along the way, including when you reach the top, you're going to experience no's. So here is a special guest. I call her Chris for short. And she started a company called Bella Soul Boards. And if you guys don't know what they are, you could go to Facebook right now, type in Bella Soul Boards, that's B-E-L-L-A-S-O-L Boards, and you guys can see these amazing paddle boards and surfboards that she makes. They are beautiful in color, and yes, they're designed by a lady in a guy-dominated industry. My question is going to be, when we get further into it, is how you decided I'm going into a guy industry and I'm a female, which we know the surf industry is diehard uh, mm -hmm. male dominated. Right. So let's start with little Bella. You know, <laughs> she's in high school. She's getting ready to go to college. Um, what, what started this passion and desire for you to do what you want to do, especially as an entrepreneur? What was the first thing? Well, that's a really great question. <clears throat> and I thank you guys so much for being on your show today. So what was little Bella doing in high school? That's, uh, that's a really good question. Again, I was not doing a lot of schoolwork. I was definitely doing a lot of doodling, a lot of drawing, a lot of looking out the window, looking at the beautiful day. I grew up in northern New Jersey. So I was always waiting for that spring summertime to come around. And we didn't actually go to the beach. We were not like, I don't, I don't really ever remember going to like the Jersey shore to the beach, but when it's cold I, up there, by the way, yeah, yeah, it is. But, but you guys get some killer tubes during the winter. Yes, absolutely. But I had no idea of that scene while I'm growing up. So I get an opportunity, move down to Florida and I tried my hand at college. I did absolutely terrible because I was so into you could be more, you can be active all year long. It was sunshine and palm trees, and I was just really digging it. And I started to date a guy who bought a surfboard, him and his buddy. They're like brand new surfboards. They spent tons of money on these boards. And I was the girlfriend that sat on the beach and watched them surf. Now, <laughs> they were absolutely terrible. And they, and I would, after a couple of days of watching this, I would say to them, 
do you think maybe like you should take a lesson or there's some <laughs> kind of like in between? Cause you guys aren't really getting any better. I'm not sure <laughs> if your equipment is the right size. And um, watching you, I think you're drowning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was so bad. And um, I, so we would, and we were actually in like Cocoa beach. So I remember going into the Ron John there and asking the people that work there, I was like, Hey, so if you're just learning to surf, like, what would you get on? And they said, Oh, these like soft top, like beginner boards, they're like foam and they're, you're not going to get hurt on them. They're the perfect thing to learn on. And I would tell the guys and they would be like, Oh, we just bought these boards. We're good. So I said, you know what? I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to try this. I think I'm going to just like kind of go off to the side from you guys, get one of rent one of these boards and try surfing. And when I went to ask the guys for a board, I was like, do you have any like chick boards, like girls boards, like for women? And they were like, oh yeah, absolutely. Here's this board. It's got one pink line going down the middle. <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. What does this like specific for girls? And they're like, it's the pink line, the pink line. <laughs> and I was like, okay, not very exciting for a surfboard, you know? So grab the surfboard, just you know, do way better than the boys. You know, I always felt bad about that, but it was like, you had the right equipment. And, and I was like, at that point, when I brought the board back, I was like, so where's all the girl stuff? Because then it was like a bathing suit. Like I need something a little bit more functional for this. And I mean, it was just Roxy was there, but it was just like teeny little bikinis, nothing amazing. And that's when I said to myself, I was like, there is definitely a void in the market for chicks who want to like get out in the water and there, and remember there's professional women surfing going on, but there's no representation on the side of when you walk into a surf shop, the nope. women's section is there's nothing, there's no equipment. There's no functionality to bathing suits. There's it's like 10%. Nothing. It's like 10, 15% of the whole store. It's unbelievable. Um, it I mean, they had some cute bags, some cute hats and sunglasses, but never the stuff that you actually need to actually get out in the water. And I always thought that that was just so crazy. And that's really the start of when I was like, okay, I feel like my I'm from Northern New Jersey. I am a third generation Italian American. So that like immigrant, like, I, I'm going to start a business. I'm going to hustle that it is. It, it's, <laughs> it's an inherited in my DNA. It's keeping the family together. It's surviving. It's hustling. It's doing working really hard. And my grandparents were both, my grandfathers were both entrepreneurs. I mean, they bought a house on a handshake. I mean, it was old school. Oh wow! And I just always had this like real pride for, you know, if you want to do something, you just have to like put yourself out there and you have to do it. So uh, this is where a lot of the learning, this is where the education came. I literally, there's this thing called Surf Expo and it's this convention that comes to, I was so lucky, Orlando, Florida, mm. in where, which I was li living in. Oh, it's, it's, it's the international, the everybody comes here. The go-to event that, I mean, people yeah. do not surf to go hang out there and you can skateboard there. You could water ride waves there. Like mm -hmm. little, little, like what is little water chip things they have, but it's, like it's you can try out everything there. It's awesome. Yes. So this is the Mecca of, you know, getting into the industry. So I thought to myself, 
well, I'm not a business. I don't know anybody that I can get in because you could only get in if you had, if you worked at a surf shop or owned a surf shop. So I would bring a $50 cash bill and I'd stand out on the escalators and I would beg people for their badges and pay them just 50 bucks just to I get in. I did not know you did that. That is <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I hope they don't kick me out permanently for that. <laughs> but uh, I did that for. Hey, years. Now I think your mic's muted. Yeah, there you I go. Had it, I had it muted. Okay, good, good, good. All right, perfect. Um, so I did that for years. That was my education. I literally got in there. I took every free pamphlet, everything. I tried to take pictures if I could. I grabbed everything of merch That's I could classic. get. I would go home for six months because it happens twice a year. I would go home for six months and I'd go through every magazine and every, you know, promotional thing and with all the price points and how it was laid out. And I studied that and I understood, and I started to understand branding and what it looks like, what it feels like, and just, you know, the whole visual aspect of it. And I was just completely intrigued. And that's when I really started to say, okay, I had this creative side in, in high school and I really didn't do much with it. And now I'm going to start painting and drawing. And, and this is when I started a clothing line. I was like, I am going to start something that represents me. And I think there might be some other people out there that might dig this. And I had no idea. It was a total, just like, I'm just going to do me. We'll see what happens. And as I went out there, I started this clothing line and I'd sell it out of the back of my trunk. And one thing, and then I started to understand business. Then you, you sell this amount of shirts, you make this amount of profits, you put this mm-hmm. amount in, you get more orders, you make more money. And this business st- side was starting to grow. And I had to understand both sides, the artist and the business. So I just started to do live art painting in the streets of Orlando, downtown. I had this artist group that I joined called the B-Side Artist. And they were just like a group of artists and musicians and we'd all get together and do live art on the streets and people would buy our stuff and we'd get to do art shows and in galleries. And we just went and I I just got confidence through that. Mm. And one thing led to another and I got an opportunity um, at a surf shop in Daytona Beach to start designing all of their skateboards wakeboards surfboards they did softboards they did paddle boards everything you can imagine i did skateboard wheels everything that's awesome yeah and and that was okay like i'm not a graphic designer but right i learned how to do it (laughs) and i did it for free i had a mentor you know what's amazing is like the 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 desire to do it and I don't know if some of you y'all know this, but like companies like Tap Out, all right, that was really big in MMA a, while, a couple of years mm-hmm. ago. They started in a trunk of a car. A lot of companies did. But the fact that you went out there by yourself and you're like, look, I got to get in here. I got to right. scout to get a badge off somebody. Some mm-hmm. of it take $50 of my hard-earned money and I'm getting in there. Right. You know, so it's it's an amazing thing to even have that passion, desire to do that. A lot mm-hmm. of people wouldn't do it. Yeah, and she and you really won, in my opinion. Like on one day, you found where you're gonna be your purpose, right? Mm-hmm. And a new passion. That's a man. That's that was a good day. Yeah. That's that was yeah. a really really good day. Yeah. That's yeah. fire. And I love the whole like your whole life. Like follow yeah. your spirit, totally. your intuition. Um, mm-hmm. The whole like, I I guess the word I could use is 
like almost like a flower child instinct of like, look, I'm just going to I'm going to be kind of a hippie about it and just mm-hmm. enjoy the culture of art right. because people don't realize art really is like hippie. And mm-hmm. the reason why it's hippie is because a lot of times around the world, art was always frowned upon as like these these weird, crazy people that draw these things out of their mind. Right. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden they would want you to make something like a statue, like get that crazy Leonardo over here. I want a statue. They knew he was crazy, obviously, but he was also brilliant at, at his craft. So mm-hmm. I just think it's awesome that you you followed that intuition. I mean, many people yeah. don't listen <clears throat> to it because society has taught us as we grow up to act like a, this term called adult. But what's mm-hmm. adult? Is adult right. really is it really what we want to be? Is it really mm-hmm. who we are? Or should we actually stay the children that we are passionately that lo- love to do the things that we do? And as we grow up, continue to be that person. So that way you're always happy and you're driven. Yeah. So I, 100%. I, I got a question for you too. Yeah. Well, like, uh, and this is kind of like an open-ended question. You can answer however you want to. What do you classify art as? Like, what do you like in, in, in your heart, in your mind, what is art to you? I mean, I, my passion is surf art. That's Mm -hmm. like the genre that I absolutely love. But I will say this growing up in New Jersey, I, what really caught my eye about my interest in art Mm -hmm. was riding down the road and seeing graffiti and the graffiti on the walls. I was like, what, what are these colors? What are these colorways? What are these letters and how are they? And then they, (laughs) and then they would put like images in it. And I was Mm -hmm. completely like, I need, I need more of this. I don't know if you guys remember, but back in the day when the Source magazine came yeah. out, on the back page, there was there was all the trains in New York and or or maybe Love everywhere. <laughs> and they would have all the, they would have like a graffiti highlight. Mm-hmm. And I would just go to those little hobby shops and I would look at the back page and I would just stare at it and I would be like, wow, this is amazing. And that's when these bold lines and colors came into my life. And I was just like completely, you know, I, I had a tag name, like I, you know, I was drawing in notebooks, you know, doing everything that every yeah. other kid does. Right. Yeah. And, um, and that's when I really got into it. And I was like, I like this style. So I love street art and I love, you know, the graffiti aspect of those like bright colors and, and the bold lines. And that's what I use in my art are these thick, bold lines. And I try to incorporate that, those colorways. And graffiti has played such a big role. If you ever noticed the history of tattooing, a lot of people don't know this, but like tattooing started with a single needle type deal around other countries. And then it kind of blossomed into the using these multiple needles, but bold lines and tattooing didn't come till later. That was considered more of a new era type of tattooing. But, it also came from unique styles like graffiti and 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 comic book like to separate and create that three dimensional four dimensional depth um mm-hmm. or i call them power lines and because uh, the power lines will basically highlight the object that's within that line mm-hmm. and uh yeah. it, it's it's something that is is beautiful when done right and right. I got to yeah. admit, like some of your boards, I, I look at them and I just stare and I smile because, you know, that's that's how I see things. I like things right. bold and stuff. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. you can tell on my hat with the graffiti and the B-boy right. build. I mean, yes. I'm a B-boy yeah. for yeah. life. You know, I, right. tell people, I was breakdancing professionally yeah. on stage at five years old. <laughs> at five years old. Who does that? So like and then graffiti's big in my heart. 
I was yeah. tagging as a kid in California yeah. and we'd run around with paint cans and we would tag stuff and spray stuff. And um, matter of fact, I don't know, you know, if you know this, but Chris Mack, uh, mm-hmm. he, started, he was he was ta- a tagger in our Orlando, you know, really? and back in the day. And he that's what got him into art was no doing way. that. Yeah. And then now really? he's an amazing tattoo artist. Tattoo so, artist. Yeah. you know, has his own business and everything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's funny. And he grew up in the wakeboard industry. Uh, which is again, you know, when wakeboard was taking off, he was part of that crew and all the big names in wakeboarding, like he knows them and grew up really? with them. And, uh, including the one kid whose dad started uh full cell university. Really? So yeah. Oh yeah. Amazing story. One day, if you ever sit with Mac, you gotta be like, I... Mac, you gotta tell me your story. <laughs> and I, 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 I probably will have him on the show. Cause his show is, his story is crazy. Good. Yeah. And but it just goes to show you like people follow their passion through art Mm -hmm. when it just kind of happens because they enjoy (laughs) it. And it's 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 awesome that you took that graffiti style Mm -hmm. and you mix it with your style and your passion to develop Mm -hmm. something in your art. Um, Please continue. That's awesome. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah. So. So, yeah, graffiti and just music art is really something that that always drives what we're doing. And I'm really passionate about those mediums kind of overflowing into my creative zone. And I just, I, I, you know, I had this opportunity, I started this clothing line and I want to just make sure that I, I tell this as clearly as possible. It's the L's, it's the losses, it's the, it's the mess ups. It's the things that didn't happen, which are the most teachable moments of my life. And I feel like starting that clothing line, for example, I tried to trademark it by myself and, you know, I got denied and all this stuff and I kind of gave up hope. And then I thought, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna maybe shift gears. And, and then that's when I had the opportunity to get into how ironic my story is that I started off in these soft top surfboards in which I started, you know, that's when I was like, offered that pink line board at, you know, in Cocoa Beach. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to slay this. I'm going to, I'm going to do something with this. And I'm going to make it for a lot. I'm going to make girls boards for, for beginners, for kids and, and for women. And that was the first product. So you can see these surfboards back here. Those were like the prototypes back in the day of the beginning of the, those soft top surfboards. I did soft top surfboards for a while. We killed it. We shipped all over the U S um, we were, we were, we were in surf shops, we were on eBay, we were selling direct to the consumer. And then kind of as time went on, uh, like Sam's clubs and Walmart started to carry this, um, wave storm and, and some, yep. some brands. They're like and it chi- was, China brands and stuff. Yeah. Right? They're, they're just mass produced and they're yeah. just fine. But when I would literally cut mine open and I would get theirs and mine and I would show them, like, I literally go to the factories and pick out and, and I do all of this hands on. I know what's on the inside and the outside of my board. Important. And I would say, so that's why the, there's a price difference. And mine was a little higher price than theirs. And, you know, at the time it was just like, I got almost tired of trying to sell it, like to sell people on why it's different. And, you know, like, you know, now having, having a child my own, it's kind of like, you know, you kind of, as a parent, you're like, all right, you know, I don't know how well they're going to get into it. They kind of have like a budget in mind and they don't want to spend anymore. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get in. I'm going to kind of switch and I'm going to get into the hardboard. So I did epoxy surfboards 
and and they were awesome um but again it's a niche market and it was like it 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 did well in certain aspects but the profit margins were not great and mm. i was i was i was moving around a lot getting into these surf shops but you put them on consignment when they sell you have to chase after your money and it was just like you oh, know, no I, yeah. I need i need to figure something else out yeah. so that's when i was like bigger canvas stand up paddle boards is which what what we focus in now and all people can do it all over all they need is a body of water whether yeah. in a lake a river they don't have to be in a coastal town they don't have to be in a coastal area they don't have to worry about the waves are the waves good enough so when i made that switch a lot of a lot of things happen and that's when the business went direct to the consumer so i don't sell to the surf shops anymore i go direct to the consumer and i feel that my our strongest our strongest attribute is that we spend about an hour with each customer. We, we go over every board, we answer every question and we're by appointment only. And I block everybody an hour out because we were really big on customer service. And when you leave, you, you don't just buy a board, you, you, you know, you, you become a family member. And I think that's huge. When you're at a surf shop and it's just like a teenage kid or, you know, it's just like a little part-time job and there's, you know, selling a board. There's not that passion behind it. No. So for us, we're just like, and again, zoning in on the women. Like, I mean, I, I have so many women that come through our doors to buy stand-up paddle boards. It's most, I mean, I would say it's probably 75% women, mm. but we did create a, a brother line, we call it, Malachi. <laughs> so, uh, One for the brothers. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, you know, hey, like hey. It, it, we, needed, we needed like a good balance. And and we wanted something that was going to balance out Bella Soul really well. And the men come in the door and they're like, what about me? Like, I'm on a board. And so we created a men's line and now we have a women's line. And then we we just sell both of those brands, trademark them, own on them the, outright. Going on the men's forward. line? On the men's yeah. line? Is there just like a blue streak down the I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No creativity. I'm messing with yeah. So, so, yeah. So that's kind of like where we landed right now. So we're direct to the consumer really focus on the on on our customer service and growing our business getting the word out and talking about what we do and what what we're doing and all the entrepreneurs that are listening i want you to take note it is a beautiful story of adaptation okay like the ability to adapt to your marketplace is a really big thing and that's something you did beautifully i i, I clap it up for you on that for real good job hands up sometimes sometimes (laughs) you don't give up you just shift focus and then boom there it is yeah you know yeah there's um there's a really good line i don't know if you guys watch like especially the entrepreneurs out there gary v um he's oh yeah you know huge and huge in my life of course um he has this quote that says uh skills are cheap but passion is priceless Mm. and that mm. is always something that just like Jeez. clicks in my head and it's like yes that is so, so true. true i mean you gotta think about the millions of companies that are out there right and mm-hmm. these companies hire employees the guys at the top do very little but the mm-hmm. ones that take ownership always come up with the greatest ideas that make these companies successful mm-hmm. and it's if you put that same ownership into a, your own passion and desire and believed in it and could take failure along the way, you might just be an owner of one of those companies. Right. Right. You know, absolutely. It's, yeah. Man. 
I am. Um, there's this. There's this girl that uh, I just came across in a newspaper and in like a news article, and it's it's the very first female owned black women's skateboard company. I mean, think about that. Oh, wow. It's 2021, and it's the first. I mean, when I tell you when if you don't see the representation out there, it doesn't mean it shouldn't exist. Think about that. It's it it just because it's not there, it's not visual, it's not in that surf shop. It doesn't. It shouldn't exist. Absolutely not. I mean, you have to see there is somebody out there that wants that product, and yeah. you have to go out and you have to provide it. You have to kick down doors. You have to you, do so much. You've got to sell it to people, and essentially, the art sells itself. You know. And, and I think that that's one of the most incredible stories that really, it continues to inspire me because back in the day, it was like, you're either a skateboarder, you know, it was like very, like you're a skateboarder, you're a surfer, you're into alternative music, you're into metal. Yeah. Well, nowadays everything has shifted and everyone's like, I can be a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I just, I love being, and I love being a woman I'm from New Jersey. I didn't grow up on the water, but here I am. And I'm, you know, the creative director of this company now. And I'm, we're continuing to put out stuff for everybody who has different likes and stuff like that. So it's kind of, it's, it's I, I like how the world has evolved in that way. That's awesome. That's how it yeah. should be. I mean, right now, I mean, I I mean let's put it down. You're six foot four. You, you, that pink board in the back's not going to work for you. You need, I mean, you need one of them big paddle boards. Yeah, I do. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah. if you walked in the store, she'd be like, "All right, you got to come over here to our our special line here." This, yeah, 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 and we do. We make a Malachi board for the bigger guys. Like we're pretty specific. We do some fishing boards. We do the bigger boards. Fishing we have board. boards this for smaller framed women. I mean, it's we we we're really we know obviously I'm a chick. Like I know what women want. We are looking for aesthetics first. So we care about how it looks and then we care about the functionality of it. Is it going to, can I hold this paddleboard? It, it looks humongous. Mm. I have to carry it. Am I going to be able to do this alone without my man or my husband being around? Yes. Okay. I can do that. So once you kind of check off those boxes and then you come in with a price point, that's extremely competitive and under what maybe some of the you know, if you go into these big shops and stuff, I mean, you're, it's like a no brainer. People are like, I see the value in that. And I, and I trust that this person put this much time into knowing who I am as the customer. Like Mm -hmm. they, they feel like we speak for them. And I think that's really important. We came up with paddles. We came up with paddles that match the paddle boards. Again, it's women who want things that match. It's like, okay, you need a paddle. That's you want this blank one or do you want level. one that looks yeah. like nope. So I want that Chanel one. <laughs> yeah. That's high so level. it's just like again, knowing your customer and knowing and just like going outside the box, like these paddles and these I have I did this I did this fin not too long ago. I was like, you know that's what? Fresh. I want to Yo, you guys gotta like, watch I, this YouTube. You gotta check out this YouTube video. This Wow, that's I actually like that. I've yeah, never I seen mean, a fin fully painted like that's that. That's hard, man. Yeah, I mean, you just kind of like it's like it's a black fin that's on every paddleboard, but you right. can like 
you can do something cool and it can match your board or, or do some, do a different, you know, design, but it's just like going that, that distance of creating something that's different from everybody else. That's fire. Yeah. To be completely you honest, you, I mean, even on TV, you just see the regular uh, paddles, the board will look whatever, but like the it'll be regular, regular right. things. And this is, <clears throat> y'all are just taking it. You're, you're over engineering at the end of the day. You yeah. know what I mean? And I'm, yeah. and that's what everybody wants. You know, that's, right. that's this is, yeah. Yeah. This is great. You, this is phenomenal. Man. Do you guys um do you guys know know Mark Echo? He started yeah. um Echo Unlimited oh, yeah. clothing yeah. line. Mm-hmm. And now he's uh founder of Complex Media, which is like huge, amazing. Yeah. And um one thing that I absolutely love about him is that he's always like saying, you know, if your back isn't it, no matter how successful you get. If you if you don't feel like your back is against the wall every day, you have to grind and you have to keep on, then you're gonna you're gonna lose. Like somebody who's number two is gonna is gonna come up, yes. and they're gonna beat you. And you have to have that desire, and you have to be hungry for it. And you just kind of can't. You always have to be in that survival mode, and you have to push forward. And I, I love I love Mark Echo. Every every interview that guy goes for, I listen to Gary V. There's a guy Dan Pen- Pena. He has this line where he's like, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Yeah. And I love that. <laughs> I love that. Hard I line right there. Thank you. Yeah. Doubt. Yeah. We, we preach, like we preach all the time. You know, we, we've, we've had a couple successful write-ups out there as being one of the top 10 and stuff, but this is the thing that me and Thou praise ourselves on. And, and the people we are directly in contact with that we work together with have to be on that same level. They have to be because the thing is, is like if I'm not on Dow's level and he's having a bad day and I'm 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 not I'm not nowhere near that, like how how can that energy keep transpiring, right? How can it keep morphing into something greater? You know, it's like when somebody's down that yin and yang, you know, it's constantly pulling up no matter what. You know, you're you're pulling each other up both ways. And people don't realize that when you have friends and you and things like that, you may know a lot of people. But the reality of those people really knowing you is extremely limited, mm. oftentimes right. down to a single 10 on a hand or possibly a, a 10 on two hands on each finger or just one hand. And people don't realize that. I tell people, I'm like, how many of your friends honestly check in on you when you're sick or know you're sick? How many of your right. friends honestly know when you're going through something tragic or something that hinders your life with your family or, or, or loss? Like, think about that for right. a minute. Like, how many of your friends actually stop by and hey, say, hey, do you want to go to lunch? Are those friends or are those people you associate with? Right. We, right. we, we kind yeah. of forgot, like, what a true friendship is where when we went to school, you constantly saw that person and you constantly hung out with that person and that group of people and you guys played together and did things. So you were always interacting, even out, outside of school, you were doing things together. Mm-hmm. You know, I tell right. people, I'm like, that's the definition of a more of a friend, not the friends that we think we have today as as we get older, adults get distracted by life. And then when they want something or they feel they need something, they, they'll show up if you have something to offer that they need and they'll act like they're they're your best friend. Yeah. That's I totally agree. Yeah, I don't like yeah. that. But. Yeah. It's like when you were a b-boy, like you would go to school, but then after that, you'd hang out how you'd with hang out with exactly. Yeah. And because you had like-minded hobbies that you guys like to do together, you know, yeah. and that 
And it's, and it's, I feel like it's the same thing with entrepreneurs. Like you, and I mean, we've talked about this the other day. I mean, you, you get geeked out over, you get stoked on each other's creativity and like passions and stuff like that. And that's, that's kind of the, the, the realm of people you want to kind of be around continuously. I mean, I'm always looking for, there's um <clears throat> recently we found uh, score meetings they're in like every community college every i think it's like every um i know it's at the community college it's got to be in every community college in i know it's probably the state of florida it's called score meetings and they're retired executives that are doing free mentors that's all awesome. like mentoring for free they have all these different classes how to write a business um plan how to execute on marketing how to learn amazon you know all these amazing stuff it's all for free but you gotta go you gotta network with people you gotta find out about it and you gotta go and you gotta show up and you gotta take from that and you gotta work on it and it's i think as an entrepreneur you have to keep on networking really. i agree you know there's a there's an app I found a while back. I think it was called Meet Meet something like Meet Up, um, and it was a group of people, like all around, all around. It. People would meet up in certain cities, and they'll put together meetings. And one meeting might be to learn how to code, learn how to market, mm-hmm. learn how to digitize. And they okay, we're meeting at this Starbucks. We're meeting at this, and we're meeting at. And th- you go there, you show up, and you actually meet random people that have the same. Yeah our same interest and you guys could actually learn from each other. And I thought, wow, that's, that's actually creative and helpful. And especially if you're trying to learn something that maybe you can't go to college and learn it because it's expensive to get in college. Um, Maybe you can't find a professional to teach you because they don't have the time for you. But some of these people that were given these meetup meetings, they were actually professionals in their field. And it's, you know, I love it. Yeah. I think, I think that's amazing. Uh, going back to the uh, who you surround yourself with, if you can just find like three people who genuinely want to see you win, you you found the, that's it. You know, mm-hmm. like if you have that desire inside you and you find somebody who really wants you to win, like I'm that guy among my friends. Like I I, I love to see people win and succeed. It's like yeah. it's so much yeah. fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just, oh yeah, for sure. Love, yeah, it's, yeah. It's a, it's a wild. It, it is. It's so funny that you mentioned that because I think a lot as women. We are, sometimes we become natural haters of each other as women, Linus. you know, so yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of like, you know, tough stuff going on there. But if you, I, I'm the same way as you, I love to, I love to praise and I love to be like, wow, that is yeah. amazing. You did an amazing job. You should be so proud of yourself. That and I think it's be. so important to lift instead of cut down. Like, yeah. what are we doing as women? Like, you know, we're all trying to, trying to get equal pay and we're all trying to do this and do that. And then it's like, but yeah, that we're cutting each other down. Like it makes no sense at all. So I, I have a little daughter and I, I love bringing her to our shop and I love getting her involved in drawing and I draw with her and we do all this creative stuff, but I make her come to see what it's like to do hard work. I'm like, we have to go to the shop. I want you to talk to the, like she'll talk to the customer and I'll give her the fins and she knows what to do with it. And she'll explain. And it's like from an early age, I want her to understand, you know, this is hard work and you got to put the work into it and, and you got to kind of, you know, we've got to, we've got to teach that, right. We got to be good role models. That's what I want to do. I want to be really good role model, not only for my kids, 
but their friends and everybody. So they can grow up to be, you know, my mom's not just a business owner. She has a family too. Like Mm -hmm. you can do it all. You can have a husband and be married and have a significant other and you can do all those things. You don't, you're not just like a housewife anymore. You don't have to just be that, you know? I think I know where the, the cutting down comes from. Like when you, when you don't feel that there's a lot of room at the table, right? Yeah. Like I, there can't, like there's only six seats. There can't be three women or four women. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's, that's where the exactly whole, that's where it, it comes from. And, uh, yes, um, and, 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 and my people, we kind of, we kind of do the same thing every once in a while. So it's about building a community. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when you don't yeah. feel like it's a lot of room for you at the table, like you, you basically, you're making your own table right now. Congratulations yeah. on that. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, awesome. exactly. I think there's not that much room at this table. Okay, uh, cool. We'll make this yeah. table over here. <laughs> hey, let's exactly. go. Exactly. All I know is that watching, you know, what I walk by the living room and, you know, my daughter and and Monica watching, um, was it the New Jersey Housewives or Atlanta Housewives? They're watching something. I'm like, oh my God, I'm I'm leaving. I can't watch this show. These women stress me out and I'm not even married to them. It's right. their voices. Yikes. It's their voices. <laughs> you know, if I'm surrounded by a group of women like this in public, I have to leave, even if I'm eating, because it's like this stuff, <laughs> even if I'm, I'm telling you, the <laughs> stuff Jeez. they're talking about makes no sense. And, and oh yeah, they're lying. They don't even like each other. They're not even true I friends. And um, I, it, I tell people all the time, I'm like, that's a poor definition of of television because yeah. those people. For for one, they're not friends to each other. They're backstabbers, mm-hmm. and and it's so materialistic. But you know, you surround yourself around great women with great intuition and and good hearts, and you guys share so much. You know, like mm-hmm. there's there's so much that can transpire from that. We keep talking about that word, but you know, it's true. It's like, what do you yeah. want to surround yourself around? That you know, the yeah. the fakeness exactly. or the realness? Yeah. You know, exactly. I like the realness. Yeah. Like, yeah, I and and I think at the end of the day, especially if you're creating not not only just for yourself, you have to be real with yourself, who you are and always be 100 percent. But when you're creating a brand, especially or a product like that, authenticity is the brand DNA. So like if you're a shady person and you're not going to take care of people and you're going to have kind of a crappy product just to kind of make some money, more money, like that's, I I just always feel like people can see through that and they're going to know who's good, who's shallow. And I I go to bed at night, putting my head on, on, on my pillow, knowing that I'm always have the best interest of people. Like yeah. there's no, there, there is no other way, you know, no. having a pure heart and doing the right thing. And uh, that, that's just how, how we roll. And I'm, I was lucky enough to, my husband is this amazing man and he helps so much in this business. He's grown this business with me. I mean, what a an amazing partner. And uh, he also has that same passion. He's just a really great person. Yeah. And when I send him it. down yeah, when I send him down to my shop and he interacts with those customers, when they write a v- review, they name him and they go, oh, he was amazing. He was so thorough. He was so helpful. He did this. He did that. And it's just like, that's who we are. Yeah. That's that's what it is. You know, it's not just the product. It's the people behind the product as well. Man, I'll tell you, it's an amazing story, though. Yeah. And it's <laughs> the you. industry that it, it, for all the listeners out there, we have listeners all around the world right now. You, it is so important 
that uh, this line continues to grow because it's 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 putting a dent in an industry that is extremely male dominated. It mm-hmm. it has already put a dent. It put a ding in it, and uh, mm-hmm. I want to see you kicking a whole side panel of a car with it. Yeah. So you know, like <laughs> it's that. you know, it's it needs to be done because there's so many young females and stuff out there that they need to believe in themselves, and especially today. This whole this whole pandemic thing has proven that people need to be more of the, who they are. Uh, mm-hmm. They've got they got loss, and I say this all the time. You could tell when someone's extremely tired and and exhausted because they allow the stress to suck the life out of them instead mm-hmm. of allowing life to flourish them. And mm-hmm. you know they need it. They need to know that mm-hmm. they could do something. They need to know they could go, go in a field that they're scared of and learn it or mm-hmm. there's ways to learn it. And uh, right, that's why exactly. your story is, you know, uh, it's important. And, uh, you know, I just, I just kept saying, man, Bella, Bella soul needs to be heard. Free. I appreciate it. You know, I'm a really, we are an extremely small company compared to these big companies out there. And we are so focused on refining the business and the product and the business and the product that we, I would say where we need to go next for us is we need to do just like you said, we need to get the word out there. We need, we're going to be focused on better social media. We're going to be doing videos. We're going to just really get out there visually. I mean, our social media, we're kind of in that age group where, you know, we know how to use it, but we're not, we're not nowhere near putting content out that we need to, to really get in front of people. Well, you got, so you got Lee Kui Lao and Dow. You got, I know. And, I, and we're, yeah, we're, so let's talk, we're fire let's, at let's that. Talk, <laughs> let's talk, yeah. I was right. going to say, uh, we need to talk about this because <laughs> I, I mean, I'm so, I'm so excited to be here on the show with you guys. This is my very first like live stream and video chat. And I'm exclusive. (laughs) Yeah, I'm super excited about it. And I can't thank you guys enough for this opportunity. Uh, But I mean, how did you guys get into this? I'm just like, I'm dying to know, like, what makes you guys want to do this all the time? My first passion is help is actually to help people um, that had learning disabilities like myself. Um, you know, a lot of people don't realize it, but I could tell people I was a child without a voice and, um, people wonder why I also always, my eyes are always going back and forth and looking around and and I, and I, I'm always twitching and those are ticks and those ticks are actually from having Asperger's autism. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I was a, I was a little brother, you know, to somebody who didn't talk and couldn't pronounce words when I learned how to talk for a long time. And, um, I grew up with ADHD and, and, and as well. And, but I was five years old, I could draw portraits and I could do math equations and I could play instruments and I could do all these crazy sport activities. Like I was an adult because I would just focus. But if a teacher tried to get me to write my name, I wouldn't pay attention. Um, right. so like for me, video games became my first friend because I didn't have mm-hmm. friends that came over because they didn't understand me. You know, I, I tell people I was held back in kindergarten. I say kindergarten, by the way. It sounds weird, but that's how I say it. Um, it's I, I was held back an extra year because I couldn't communicate. And they didn't know what it was. Back in the day, they didn't understand it. Um, you know, 
because, and then one day my teacher had a National Geographic magazine. She was like, here, we're going to pick a picture and we're going to draw this picture on this piece of paper. And she left and came back and I drew the whole portrait of the bird. Like it was in a magazine and she looked at me and was like, you did this? And, you know, I just kind of shook my head, but she got me, I'll never forget her name. Her name was Miss Craig and Miss Craig was an awesome teacher. And for some reason I remember her, but she also got me to talk about the art, which taught me how to talk to people and describe something that I like. So it taught me how to talk video games to people. And that's why I played video games. And that's why I love video games. And the history of video gaming is in my heart because it started to give me a voice with art. And that's why I followed my passion of entrepreneurship and things like that. And it led up to this point to where along the way I met somebody great like thou, you know, streaming. I didn't think streaming was going to be a thing. I didn't think podcasting could be a thing because I was like, my voice isn't my greatest asset it was actually my weakest asset because I never had a voice. So it's mm-hmm. kind of funny that people talk about how energetic and how inspiring our podcasts are because I don't, even though people say it, like I don't always often see it because of having autism. Yeah. I don't see success mm-hmm. the way people see success. So yeah. wow. it's kind of cool, you know, and um, that's why I do it now. You know, I do it because if I can help others, become successful or be heard in some way or some shape. I know I'm doing something right in the world that is missing. And I want to keep that energy going because I just believe a candle, a single candle in a room could keep darkness at bay. And I just feel like I want to light a ton of candles in this world through people. Mm-hmm. And right. that's why I'm doing it. How about you? And you are, <laughs> you are doing it. Um, mine is, um, <laughs> Mine, mine is a little bit more comical. Uh, my kids were watching. Uh, it's a really big YouTuber. I have no idea what his name is, but he dresses in a Spider-Man suit and he has on like Timberland boots. And I was like, what are y'all watching? You know, that's what got me started streaming. Like, what is this? I was like, if, if, if he can do that, I definitely can do the streaming thing. So we started streaming and then we started catching fire. And then I was like, okay, cool. And then we got partnerships and stuff like that. And then I was like, all right. So there was like a time that it was about three months where I streamed to absolutely nobody, right? Nobody heard me. Nobody cared, right? So I was like, if I can cut that out for other people, I'm going to do it. And then we started, uh, then I started uh, Rascality Gaming and then Rascality Gaming Stream Team. And then now uh, we we got four people partnered. Um, we have like whenever the uh, it was, there was a switch happened, we got everybody like everybody can get subscribers now and stuff like that. So we just basically I wanted to help other streamers like come up and not have to deal with the the uh, the void that I had to go through. So I basically just built a bridge over that the learning gap and we do technical support. And it's just I want to be a one stop shop for streamers and content creators. If you have positive content and you're trying your best to make the world a better place, you can definitely count me among your friends because we, we, it's, it's, it's the internet can be weird. It can be really dark out here. And uh, I want to bring as much light as I possibly can. A hundred percent. Like that's just, if you, if you, if I can make somebody smile every day, I think I won, you know? So yeah. Yeah, I I agree. I think I think that's amazing. Well, you guys are doing an incredible job. I've listened to your content, <laughs> and I was oh. like, BMX Shark, and <clears throat> I mean, I was just like, wow, this is this is incredible. 
what you guys are doing incredible. And I'm really glad that I, that you kind of hooked me up with Twitch and now I can follow and really see what's going on on that side Absolutely. of the world. Absolutely. And we can help you with yeah. your channel. I mean, there's a way oh, that you can use it. Mind blown. <laughs> Completely blown. I've been so obsessed with it. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't know how much I was missing out on doing as far as just getting information out there. Mm. I was just like, this is incredible. So thank you so much for bringing it Absolutely. that to my attention. I'm completely obsessed now, so I'll, I'll have an addiction to it now. <laughs> okay. I got one final question for you from the Thalmus game side of things. Yes, if sir. you could talk to yourself, right, mm-hmm. 20 years ago, what would you say? I'd say go for it. Let's say go for it. Do what you want to do in your life. Your happiness, it's not about it's not about the 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 um the title. It's about following in in your heart what you want to do and who you want to be. You know, it doesn't bother me that other people don't see me for more of a creative brain or creative type. It doesn't bother me at all. Who who I am inside in my brain, I'm like. I'm going to keep doing this. I have so much more to accomplish. So many things more I want to tackle creatively. And I'm going to keep using that muscle and I'm going to go for it. And I think if I could have told myself back then that very thing, I would have been like, I would have had a little bit easier road instead of like going through that self doubt. Cause I went Mm -hmm. through a lot of, I went through a lot of, you know, not just ups and downs, but I've been sideways. I've been all oh, sorts yeah. of ways. You know, I've been dropped in the mud. I've been dragged. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been kicked off the a bike, lot. hit by a car. I mean, you know, like, yikes! I'm not telling you. Mentally, <laughs> mentally, yeah. my guys, my 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 limbs are held together with scotch tape and bandages. I mean, <laughs> yeah. mine too. Mine too. So true. But, so true. Day, what about you guys? A little bit of scotch tape. <laughs> yeah. What about you guys? Uh, How, what would you tell yourself 20 years ago? Any advice you'd give yourselves? Um, I'll go first. I tell myself eventually football will stop. So you got to stop eating the way you do. <laughs> <laughs> eventually you're not going to be playing football anymore. Vic. Um, no, but seriously, uh, it would just be uh, if, if you start something, don't stop. You know what I mean? Because I, yeah. a lot of people don't know this about me. I was going to college when I was 12 years old. I was a prodigy. Yeah, I was a prodigy and I just I wasn't I wasn't socially mature enough to do it. And then I was like, all right, cool. So then I started again when I was 16. Still wasn't I wasn't ready. You know what I mean? So now I just got to now I just I start things and I see them through. It's just what I it's what I do now. So but yeah, mine would mine would 100 percent be like focus up on what's important. And mm-hmm. once you start something, follow through. So, yeah, that's great advice. What about you, Lee? Oh, me? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I, baby Lee? <laughs> I would say matching the gas tank. Boom, boom. Um, what? <laughs> Come again, say uh, what? <laughs> all right. So uh, going back to the days uh, with eating Gilbert Grape, the movie, um, Leonardo DiCaprio had a little brother who had like autism. Right. And he would climb the water tower and he would climb the water tower and he'd go up there. And I was like, his happy place. And he'd go up there and he'd almost fall off and kill himself. But then they would talk him down. And the way they talked him down was by saying matching the gas tank, boom, boom. But in the end of the movie, all right, in the end of the movie, Gilbert or, or yeah, well, yeah, Gilbert let Arnie, who was his brother who had special needs, just be who he was. He was trying to force him to be something that he wasn't. Yeah. 
So yeah. when I say like matching yeah. the gas tank, boom, boom, there's kind of some funniness to it, but there's also some, some realness to that. Um, a lot of times people that have learning disabilities, people want to often correct them. And in today's society, autism sometimes is a frown upon because they want to try to mutate this gene back to normal. I don't see it as a a weird gene or weird experience. I see it as a, a special X-Men gift because even in X-Men, the mutants were looked at differently because of their abilities. And man wanted to control the mutants and their powers by taking them away or making them submit to their ways. The problem is, is if we look at history and look at time, all the great minds and leaders and scholars of past history, including Tesla, Einstein, Newton, Leonardo, they all shared something very unique. And I could tell you, I could see it instantly having autism. I could spot it a thousand miles away. People often ask me, how do you see when a child has autism? Even when I play a game with them, they're like, how did you know? How did you know? And I was like, it's weird, but I could sense it. I could feel it. And I said, and I know these scholars and all these people that were all these great minds that created things in history shared a form of autism. It wasn't normal at all. Normal has a cage. An autistic field has no boundaries because it's in sync with the universe. And I say that's why it's so important to let let people that have special needs and things like that be themselves because they're going to show you Mm -hmm. something. They're going to teach you something, something you've never Mm -hmm. seen before. Yeah. I like how... I like how positive it's seen in the media now. Like the good doctor. I mean, you see the struggles that he goes through, but at the same time, man, he's on the same level as house. Like, you know, like he's, yeah. so it, it's, it's being shown. I get um, that good doctor thing a lot from people. Is that like, you do? So people say, say I, I'm not good at doctor. And then my brother-in-law said, I'm the accountant. I don't know about the accountant. So I saw, I saw like an episode or two of the good doctor. Um, yeah. You have to check it out. Just like look, watch a clip on YouTube or something, and you'll see. And and then next time you hear, it, you'll be like, "Oh, okay, I know it." At the sit- I know no. what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is still. <laughs> oh man, this is awesome. This has been an awesome show, and and it has been. You know, by all means, Bella Soul. You guys could check it out. I flashed through a couple of pictures on the actual video that we're recording right now, so you guys could check it out. Go to Facebook right now, Bella Soul. Um, there's also a a you have a website as well yeah bellasoulboards.com yep. is actually the website um Get we are there. sold out a lot of our of we are sold out of a lot of our boards right now we're actually waiting for another shipment to come in uh, we're in production we've got some really cool new designs and shapes season coming has in. kicked in by the way that's why season is in yes oh yes very much so so um we are really light on stock. So we just have kind of a few boards left that we're just kind of selling to locals. And uh, you can go to that website, bellasoulboards.com. You can see the Bella Soul and the Malachi paddle boards. We also have board bags and paddles. And basically, give us a shout, drop us a line, find us on social media. We're really trying to grow organically. We're not buying likes. We're not doing any of that stuff. We are just trying to get out there. So 
if he could follow us or like us, that would be fantastic. We would we would really enjoy it. You have and so uh, many, and there's so many reviews. Y'all have to go check out these reviews. They're phenomenal. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm still yeah. clicking. I'm not done yet. I'm clicking fast on my screen. Here's another picture on my screen. If you're watching the screen, guys, I'm looking at a pink paddle with a B on it, and it's got the wood on it with the white handle. Mm-hmm. This is I've I don't see too many people have a pink paddle paddle in their hand on their their standup. So if you can't support yeah. by getting a board um, because you already have one, get a paddle. Mm-hmm. She could, yeah, or a paddle. board bag. I can ship all over the U.S. And if you have questions or anything, I mean, we are, end of the day, we just want to get people on the water. Yeah. Whether you buy from us or not, we are here to give information on what would be best fit for you guys. So I always say, like, you're always a friend. Drop in shoot us a message. We'll be happy just to chat. Cause we just love talking about this stuff. We love talking about people getting on the water and what, what's the correct equipment that they need. So we're definitely happy to help. That's awesome. Well, you make a phenomenal product. I've always believed in you. Uh, Thank you. you know, and I, I love it. I, I've always loved the name. I love the name. Thank you. And uh, Thank you. It, well, it means beautiful soul. I mean, so like, again, we, we talked about putting yourself out there. Uh, I actually went to, I had to change the, this is just a funny, quick story. We were, when I went to, um, went to go get a hat one time, I was driving up to Chicago and back in the day when Gwen Stefani came out, she had this like lettering. It was like that old English lettering that was like really dope. And I was getting that put on a hat and the guy said, well, it's going to be this amount of money. And I was like, oh, I only, I don't have that much. And the guy's like, well, drop a letter. And I was like, uh, I don't know if I can do that. It kind of changes. Anyways, I had to drop, I dropped the U and then Sol became a- SOL. And I was like, this works actually. <clears throat> and then it has double meaning. Like it's not just like beautiful soul in your heart, like who you are, but it's also like beautiful sun. And, you know, we're making stuff for the outdoors. So it's, uh, it just kind of works. It was it's natural. Funny how things get a universe was <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly. fire. So, that is awesome, yeah. man. So awesome. Well, we're going to wrap it up here, but we're not going to, we're not going to stop here with this story. We're actually, like I said, me and Thal, we're going to probably be doing some stuff with Bella to get her going and mm-hmm. things like that. And and the thing is, is we're going to come back. We're going to revisit this session in the future and see how this marketing and this plan strategy plant pans out. Cause uh, we get a lot of questions about marketing and doing things me and Thal and we've been asked a lot a lot to like do do certain things and uh it's it's crazy because I mean we market obviously for 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 our sponsors and stuff like that and we we love that and I, we when we see something that is like heart given and true like we love being a part of it we yep. we love it it's it, it it's 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 an amazing godly environment we love it we love it. And I'm all about those good vibes. So I'm actually looking extremely forward to the whole situation um, coming up. I, after, maybe after summer, maybe visit this after summer. Thou, what do you think? We around there. Um, sounds good to me. So if you got, Thou, do we need to get you on a paddleboard? Do we need to send you a paddleboard? And get I mean, you up on there. I mean, I mean, do you have Houston. a speedo. The question I, is, do you yeah. have a speedo? Are only you going like, only to... got like five. Only got like five. <laughs> <laughs> Six foot four. He's like, dude, dude, this dude was a this dude was a wrecker. He's a Texan. So yeah. I I call him Dao Kong. Dao Kong. <laughs> Dao Kong. 
So when you put him on yeah. a paddleboard, he's gonna look like Kong when Kong stood on that sh- that that on the ship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. Oh man, we're gonna make a sequel before the sequel. <laughs> I don't even want to be associated with that movie anymore. So, oh, Kong, Kong, honestly, we thought Kong was going to rule it when he pulled out that that axe. We were like, "Oh, yeah, let's yeah. go!" You know, and then the whole story the got worst weird. Thing of all time. But, yeah, uh, that's worst thing of all time. Yeah, but yeah, Dow's in Texas. He's he's in Texas. I, you're you're by water, aren't you? Yeah, I could go that way and be swimming. There you go. Where in Texas are you, Sal? Houston. Oh, H yeah, yeah, yeah. town. Bottom, the bottom of the map. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But yeah, we're gonna we gotta we I wanna I wanna put more of her stuff. I want I definitely want to get you on video. We're gonna one day we're gonna do a paddleboard session together where we we we, yeah. we, we put a clip together. I want to get you on my my TikTok or and my Facebook and my social media. People I want I want people to see this brand because this isn't yeah. this isn't just any brand. This, this yeah. is something for the ladies. I have a daughter and I think it's important that girls are seen the same when it comes to an industry and the surfboard industry is extremely male dominant industry. And I want to see a dent put in it. I want you females to kick down the door. So you females sell your, sell your other paddle boards that aren't part of this company and, and buy, buy one, buy Bella soul time, time to sell it yard, sell it time to put it on Facebook (laughs) marketplace. Let's go. You got to buy a seller board. Surfboard and and, 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 and my board. guys, they they uh they have two they have two Malachi boards still in stock on the website. So yeah, I mean, yeah. you know what I mean. Get it together. Get, okay. it. Yep. get it together. Get it together. That they got handles in the middle of them. Man, these are really over engineered. These these are they're beautiful, right? Yeah, they did a great. I'm telling you, when I see it, I see like this cool style, especially the Malik Malachi. The yeah. I see this cool like. To me, the colors and shapes, it reminds me of like an old Chevy classic car, the, the beautiful lines, a different, mm-hmm. the different like integration of how the colors mix. It just got this, it's got a nice, it's got a nice combination of patterns to it. You guys have to check them out. I'm telling you, I'm not just hyping this up. It really is a legit product. Yo, Lee, imagine going bow fishing on one of these things, man. I'm saying. Hardcore, bro. What? Yes. I know. It's amazing. Oh my gosh! I, I just, I just want to, I just want to carry a little anchor with me and throw it over and say anchor overboard. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to do, do, do weird things like that, you know. But it's a lot of fun. Uh, matter of fact, me and my daughter, we went out uh, last weekend. We paddleboard from underneath where the Dunkin' Donuts is. Uh, Chris, Chris knows where this at. All the way over into the intercoastal by New Smyrna Beach Marina, down in yeah. by Edgewater. And then yeah, came all the way back through. Oh, wow. It was a great <laughs> paddle. It was, it was, that's far. a long paddle. And, that's how we met. Yeah. But, Same day. You know, it, <laughs> it was, it was either make it back or spend a night with the mosquitoes. So your, <laughs> your desire and passion kicks in real quick. Yeah. Yeah. But, that's awesome. That's a great paddle, it is. by the way. And we just took some food and we kind of like, we literally sat in the water. And as we're paddling, we just laid down on the paddle boards because the current was going one way and we just literally let the current just carry us. And we just, just to be outside yeah. and to disconnect is is everything. It, it's a great feeling. It, like. it is. Mm-hmm. So it's I highly energy. recommend it. Everybody needs sun. Got vitamin D, guys, the sunlight yes. cures a lot of diseases, uh, including this during this pandemic. It plays a major role in immunity and so does exercise. So I highly, highly say stay healthy, stay safe. 
And I highly recommend Bella Soul Surfboards. Again, thank you for coming on the show. Shout out to Sneak Energy, our sponsor, as well as Secret Labs, and the many that tune in and help this channel. Feel free. You could donate to it if you want. The link's on the, in the, in the, on the LFAM Streamers Podcast and all that. But we just love having you here. And please, I want you to share the story. Let's blow this up. Let's make it go viral. We, we could do it. You could do it. Let's make it happen. Much love. Destroy, destroy, destroy. Love you guys. Thank you so much.